Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. We've got a Mother's Day um, that's officially tomorrow, and I thought it'd be a good time for us to kind of brag about our moms because obviously us three guys wouldn't be here, and I know personally each one of your moms has had an influence on me, and so... When people ask why I am the way that I am, blame Judy and blame Karen. <laughs> She'll be shocked to hear but, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we all three of us have fantastic moms. And I think this is a great opportunity just to kind of let's take a few minutes and, and brag about our moms. You, you want to kick us off, Sean? Sure. Um, so my, my mom was born in... Um, Bingham, I, I think it's called Bingham Canyon. It it doesn't exist anymore. Um, the the those beautiful, what's that? Where the mine is? Yeah, that yeah. The um so, um where the tailings are, that's basically where Bingham Canyon was. Um, so it's that that whole town that was there is now covered in uh, mine waste. So. Um, wow. they, yeah, she grew up in, uh, Salt Lake, uh, in the Salt Lake proper. Um, they were very poor. Uh, she's great. Um, you know, she, she grew up poor. She, she didn't have a thing to her name and, uh, she, didn't really have a thing to her name after she married my dad. So, but, um, she, um, where'd she meet your dad at? Well, she, so she went to Cypress high school. Wow. I never knew that. She's a pirate. Yeah. She's a, she's a pirate. Um, she's very proud of that. Um, she, when she graduated high school, she went to work for Deseret News Press. Um, and that's where she met my dad. Um, she didn't like my dad at first. And yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so my, uh, my dad went, uh, decided to go on a a Mormon mission and, uh, went to England for a couple of years and probably grew up a little bit. And he came home and he went back to work for Desert News Press. And um, she was still working there. And their boss was Thomas Monson, for those who know who he is. And he kind of he kind of got them together. So wow, yeah, yeah. And and uh, I guess my mom changed her mind. But funny, the, the funny thing is that she, the funny thing she likes to say is um, people would ask her what the worst thing that could ever happen to her. And she said that Dale Smith comes home from his mission and I marry him. <laughs> it's kind of like your pulpit talk. <laughs> I, mm, well, mom. <laughs> wow. That's... <laughs> so that's kind of it. You know, four kids later and they're they're still married and. I don't know, 55 years of marriage and, you know, so they've, well, they've done all right, I guess. Well, if the opposites attract, your mom and dad are perfect example of that. I mean, every time I came over to your house when I was a kid, 
I always liked your mom. She was really nice and seemed very, very pleasant and social. And then your dad kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> very stern. <laughs> yeah, my mom has the kindest heart that a person could have. Um, she gets that from her mom and dad. Um, my grandparents were pretty amazing people. So, you know, she's she's dealing with some uh, health problems now as, as she ages. She's um, going to be 80 this year. So, you know, I, but I'm, I'm lucky to still have her. She's alive and um, she's got her faculties and she's really a, a good, um, she's a good, kind and uh, very generous person. So you want to hear a funny story? Wait, wait, before you tell the story. Every one of you have to answer this. What is the favorite thing your mom makes food-wise that you that you would just drop everything and run over to mom's house right now even if she was making it for you? Cinnamon rolls. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Cinnamon rolls. They're amazing. My mom's a fantastic baker. Yeah, your mom always was a good cook. I remember she made snacks all the time for like all the church parties and stuff. I remember that. Yeah, she's she's great. She's yeah, she's. I think she's a, a very talented, uh, really great person. I, I love my mom. Love, love you, mom. If you're, if you ever see this <laughs> or hear this, you're amazing. Awesome, man. You know, kid. So my mom is extremely patient and loving and kind, and you know, she unlike probably put you. up unlike <laughs> me, and she she put up with a lot of crap um, from us and. Uh, I was giving her some crap, I guess, in, in our laundry room and, um, she had had enough and our laundry room was, was in our basement. This was in the middle of winter and I was only wearing shorts and she, she, this was when I was a teenager. So I had a mullet and she grabbed me by the back of the hair and drug me up the stairs and threw me out the back door in the snow and I wasn't dressed. And she told me I could come back back in when I was respectful. Good for, good oh for my her. Goodness. Good for her. Yeah, so Judy. She, sweet yeah, Judy. Sweet little Judy. <laughs> nice job, yeah, Judy. She's she's really proud of that. She she likes to tell people that story. I think that was one of the first stories she told my wife when she met her. So who was her who so, was your who was her favorite out of the four of you or the four of you, right? Oh, that's uh, Alan. Yeah, okay. Alan. Right. Yeah, she, 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 and Alan are like, I don't know, they were pals. second brother envy. They look yeah, like they, Marston, Marston, you know, Marston. Alan, Alan. They had, they, <laughs> they had some of the same interests, you know, quilting, shoe shopping, you know. So Brent and I are right. You are more like your dad than any of the other siblings in your family, right? Um, no, Kyle. Kyle is. <laughs> Kyle is a he's a mirror. Is he a spitting he's image a of Dale? My dad. Okay, all right. Well, I don't I don't know. He I think he, I mean he definitely looks like a Smith, but as far as his behavior and his, I mean, he would get really mad if I you know hurt if he heard this. Maybe he will. I don't know. I I call him Junior. Well, well you get mad anytime we call you Dale, so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, uh, you know what? I, I will be honest, though. For you to be called Dale from us is actually it's a compliment. Quite, your dad's not that bad a guy, Sean. Extremely he, high yeah, of your he's, dad. He's got yeah, extremely I'm, high of your dad. I, I just kid around. So. You get. I, you know what? I think your mom and dad have done a good job with you guys. You know, and I mean, each generation from our parents on, it's going to be more and more challenging to make that statement. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I know as, like, because both of our moms were pregnant at the same time. And, you know, you figure my mom is 20 years older than, than your mom. <laughs> She's pregnant with this kid, you know. But she always talked about how how Judy and, and Kathy, like the, the three of them, because they were all pregnant right around the same time together, kind of had this little bond that they kind of formed. And, and the ladies in that area were always very close and, like, I know your dad was very close friends with my dad up until when my dad passed because they golfed like all the time together and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My dad it's, loved your dad. We've always had that special band, bond with our, with our families because of just how we were all born together. Yeah. It was, uh, uh it's uh, the, the story of our neighborhood is, um, uh, kind of unique and amazing that it, um, not only our generation of kids, but our, our parents and, uh, some of our siblings, you know, with not you, cause you were, you were like 20 years younger than your next sibling, but yeah, but y'all were like my brothers and sisters though, in, in reality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that, that's, that's we each other like brothers. We played like brothers, you know? Yep, just... Yeah. No, that's <laughs> what I tell everybody. We were all basically brothers. Yeah. So, so Carl, what a, give us the four one one on Karen. Well, her okay. So her her last name was actually Teschner, so that was kind of unique. So a little different than Chris. What is that? It's a German, Eastern German kind of name. Um, oh, yeah. So my my great grandfather was the sheriff of Chicago at one point. So great great grandfather, yeah. But. Um, Wow. So she's from the Midwest? Yeah, she's from Chicago. So she was born there. Um, wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, her parents uh, were divorced twice. Uh, same. My grandfather just couldn't get the... <laughs> he couldn't figure it out, I guess. But <clears throat> so he, her, her mom and dad were married twice. Um, I won't go into the details. but uh, But she... She lived in, mostly she grew up in uh, Chicago, but she also lived out in Washington, state of Washington, Moses Lake. Um, so, uh, but anyway, then, wow. yeah, she was the, well, she was the only girl in her family. Um, she, her. Until you were born? No. <laughs> whatever. Uh, she, uh um, transgender episode last yeah, week. Yeah, don't interrupt me. I'm trying to get in a flow here, Sean. Sorry. Shut Sorry. up. Uh, so anyway, um, where, where was I? I'm kind of old, so this is a little harder. Uh, she was from a broken family, and so she ended up with a lot of responsibility uh, raising kind of her younger brother. And then... Uh, was she the oldest? No, she was second oldest. Um, the, old, the oldest, he, he, he became a doctor. He was kind of a kind of a prick in some ways. I, I didn't like him very much, but hate to say that about my uncle, but yeah. But anyway, um, so she, uh, ended up, uh, uh, going to BYU. Um, and that's where she met my dad. Um, 
Yeah, well, that's where you know, it all started to go downhill. Hey, back in those days, that's where you met each other. If you're LDS, young LDS, uh, young LDS peeps, I guess University of Utah was kind of the place too. But uh, she, uh, she, and my dad only dated like for three weeks and then uh, got engaged. Yeah, and uh, let's see, they were. Are you kidding? That sounds like your dad, though. Oh. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> When your dad's focused on something. Yeah, well, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> We're doing this. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> I mean, she kind of got swept off her feet, well, if you ask uh, her. And then um, uh, they got married. Well, Kent is a very handsome man. <laughs> well, she was a very good-looking woman, too. But, uh, but uh, she still is. She still colors her hair. So Yeah, your mom. Your mom's a pretty woman. My dad always brags about her. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a cool thing. To that's see. awesome, man. Yeah. So then they were married March 14th of 69. I was born January 15th of 1970. So it was, yeah, everybody was doing that. 10 months. Yeah, I was, I was a honeymoon baby. And then, um, but the, the, the coolest things I remember about mom, she's, she's kind of a health nut. And it was a good thing because uh, probably kept my dad alive for a long time. Um, he's healthy as a horse now and probably will live another 20, 30 years because of that. Um, she's a great cook. Um, but she, you know, I, I remember I was 16 years old. I listened to this stupid thing on KSL one night and I told my parents about it. My dad had been having these problems with uh, his stomach and it was about being a vegetarian. And I was like, you know, I was just being a kid trying to, hey, mom, dad, I heard this really cool thing. And so they heard that, and then they started studying it, and then they switched. We all became vegetarians, except when I could get meat on the side, you know, at one of your guys' houses. And then, uh, uh, but they've been vegetarian. They started that young. Yeah. I'm trying really hard not to make a smart aleck comment. Yeah, yeah don't make a comment. But, uh, you know, well. Push that meat on the side. <laughs> Guys, turned into a turned into a lifelong. This is supposed to be for our moms. Come on now, (laughs) started ski instructing. Come on now, this is a mom cast, not a not a sex cast. I got to edit that too. All right, so back to you guys are terrible. Maybe we shouldn't do it in the morning. Everybody's kind of morning wood. Anyway, um. (laughs) so what was cool is she changed on a dime her diet. The what she liked to cook and kind of focused it around my father and then became a fantastic vegetarian cook to this day. She makes some incredible meals. Um, wow. And then, do they still embrace that? Is that something they still do? Yeah. Well, too, he eats a little fish occasionally. Now he cheats a little bit. Yeah. He eats a, but, you know, like when you become like that, if you have meat, you become violently ill. Oh, like yeah. You just your body can't process that at all. You can't eat beef and you can't eat uh, yeah. pork. Because we've gone very lean meat. And if I get something with that, like I'm dying. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. I dying. mean, to be honest, it is good for you. I mean, I, I could probably use a little more of that. So. Uh, I can't give up seafood, though. I guess my. So, what's the favorite dish then? What's the um, dish? Um. I think uh, well, I, I really like her Christmas stuff. She makes these amazing chocolate balls, uh, peanut butter balls. I like those. And then, <laughs> shut up, Sean. And then, uh, um, and then, oh, for <laughs> for Christmas, uh, we we don't do the traditional turkey, of course, um, but she does do this uh, fish dish that uh, we all love. It's a kind of like a halibut with cream 
I mean, I don't know what's in it, but it's really good. And uh, so, yeah, we do we do things a little differently on Christmas and holidays at their house. I would rather have seafood than a turkey any day. On oh yeah, Christmas. turkey just makes me feel kind of ill after. I don't I don't like turkey. I don't either. Everybody yeah. in my house loves turkey and. I'm thinking I might uh, do halibut next Christmas. Or, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Funny That's good song. Fun... That'd be a good one, man. Funny story. Um, uh, oh, my mom... mom got mad at me once. Did she get mad at you once? Yeah, because I was, I was giving you a hard time because uh, you didn't have a backpack for scouts. And your your mom looked at me and she said, you know what, Sean? Not everybody is into camping like you are. <laughs> well, oh okay all right my mom's from all right. my mom's from the east that's awesome my mom's yeah, from the she midwest put me in my place i deserved it my mom's from the midwest and she does say what she thinks and uh any thick skin anybody who knows midwesterners have thick skin. anyone that knows her i mean she's got the greatest heart in the world she loves everybody uh, but she's very concerned about them taking care of themselves their health and and in other people's feelings so um she can come across kind of hard sometimes and so sean probably deserved it a little twerp he was when, at that age and uh he got i believe you didn't I, have a backpack yeah i did deserve on, it man. i did deserve it i yeah, did i yeah. i i deserved to be corrected and your mom did it and she wasn't rude about it she was no. just very matter of fact she probably forgot about it immediately after she said it she's She's got that kind of heart, so she doesn't ever hold a grudge. You know what, though? It, it, it That's one of those things that had a bit of a lifetime um, impression on me, though. It, really? It actually, yeah, it, it was one of those le- lessons in life that, and obviously I remember it, um, but it's stuck with me my entire life. And I just know that, you know, just because I'm into something doesn't mean that somebody else has to be. Right. Just because I have something doesn't mean somebody else has to be or has to have the same thing. And, you know, if, if I have something, if, if I'm fortunate enough to have something and another person may not have had the money to have that thing, it's none of my business. And I just, you know, it's, so it, it, that was one of those life lessons that I've taken with me my whole life. So I actually appreciate your mother's candor. Well, the one thing I can take, uh, this is pretty important to me, the one thing that I really learned from my mom is she is very, she's very clear on what's right and what's wrong. And I've always, I mean, even to this day as a 53 year old guy, if I say something off color, that's why we got to edit this a little bit. Uh, I mean, she'd be the first one to Carl <laughs> and, uh, and, and it, 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 the reason I like it is it, it created structure. Um, you know, my dad was the enforcer, but she kind of taught what the rules of life were. And uh, and growing up, um, having her influence in my life, um, you know, uh, created the foundation of where I'm at today. Or, well, I mean, some people can say, well, <laughs> some of the things you've done, maybe not, maybe not so. But the reality is I I. I've, you know, I think her, her example, what she taught me was instrumental in me making a, a change in my life when I needed to. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I still, I don't know if most guys have this, but in the back of your head, you can hear your mom's voice, Carl. <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, I mean, 
I can hear, I mean, even when she, someday when she's gone, I'll still be able to uh, hear that voice and check myself before I do something that would not, no, make her not proud of me. And so I think, I think uh, moms play an instrumental role in their, their children's development and teaching them what's right and what's wrong. So thank you, mom. I love you. That's nice. Awesome, That's a nice tribute, Carl. We love your mom too. She's a good woman. Thanks, man. She is. All right, Brent. Let's let's go. Let's talk about your mom. Oh, this one's going to so be good. Beverly May AC. She was born in 1930, right in the middle of the Depression in Price, Utah. Um, her dad was a cook. She was Price? For the mines oh. there. Mm-hmm. Price, Utah. Was, was she born in and one of the camps up in uh, Helper, or was she in Price? I she born in a house, I think. Okay. All right. Yeah. 1930. They knocked them out. <laughs> um, grew up, you know, much like Sean's mom. Very, very poor. Extremely poor. And then during her... I guess early, well, almost teenage years, they moved to California and they moved to the Bay Area. And that's where she grew up. She grew up in the Bay Area. I don't know if you all ever see the the movie Coach Carter. Yeah. Where he coaches at Richmond High School. That's where my mom graduated from. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. She graduated from Richmond High School in Richmond, California, in a much different time, much different place. a lot of uncertainty that was going on around her early childhood as they were right smack dab in the middle of World War II, you know, and she was a teenager in the Bay Area yeah. there. Yeah, she was. She, uh, they were right in the middle of the, of the war machine there where they were building and, and my uh, grandfather worked in the, in the uh, rail, or not the rail yards, but the shipyards there. Um, her mom did some work, I think in a restaurant and stuff. And so, yeah, it was very, as she talks about it, kind of a, a time of uncertainty, you know, not knowing what's going on with this war machine that, you know, filled the, the airways with everything at, at that time. Um, she graduated, she was actually a beauty queen. She won a beauty pageant at 19 years old in Richmond. And then that's not surprising right around that time she met my dad and my dad was living in like Santa Ana. Um, he was five years older than her. They, I think they were set up on a blind date and then they got married in Reno, Nevada. Really? Um, wow. which to tell you something right there. <laughs> well, wait, well, 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 wait, March 11th. Wait, now your mom was a member, right, of the LDS church, and your dad mm-hmm. was, yep, was not. Was yeah, my dad was not. Was that part of the reason they went to Reno? Is because her parents might not? No, been... actually, so my dad was driving a truck during that time. Oh. My dad's been a truck driver for forever and a day. So he was he was driving a truck at age 25. He had a basically a stop off there in, in Reno. And that's where they decided to get married in this little house in, in Reno on March 11th. That's very 50. That's really romantic. Yeah. <laughs> and my sister was born December 23rd, 1950. 
So you think you were close. I, I always bug my mom and I always go, that's only like seven and a half months. And she's like, no, it isn't. It's over nine months. It's not, you know, so. Back then, that was a big deal. Yeah. Not, yeah, not as much now. It was, right to, it is a honeymoon baby. Um, my brother and my sisters were all born in California, um, Santa Clara area in the Bay Area. They lived there until... I want to say probably 1965, I think is when they moved out to West Valley. And at that time, you know, it was dry farms out there. You know, it, it was, you know, like those areas you remember as a kid driving out, in, you know, 5,600 West and 7,200 South and those areas. It was just like that. There was nothing there at all. Yeah. I was watching airport. And, I was watching airport 75 on Netflix with my son the other night. And uh, they have the picture of the plane coming into Salt Lake Valley. And he's like, where's all the houses? And I'm like, that is 1975. That's exactly how it looked. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. 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 And so they, they moved in in 65, I believe. Um, in, I can't remember, but my dad had a bisectomy. And then a month later, my mom got pregnant with me. <laughs> <laughs> wow so i jumped is what i did I, you are <laughs> you, you, is what i did you were just hanging around for a yeah. while and then decided to I surprise was, everybody. Yeah, hey guess who's here 15 years 15 years younger than my my next my my brother it was kind of like the oh my god what did we get ourselves into and they probably still think that to this day but um yeah so you know um they, my dad passed away in 2009, I believe it was. Is it that long ago? And so, wow. yeah. And, and, uh, so my mom is, you know, they, she's been on a church mission. Um, shortly after he passed, she kind of sold the house and stuff. And she did a church mission there in downtown Salt Lake. Uh, got called short because she had to get surgery on her hip. So she got called off her mission and then she moved down into St. George and has been down there ever since. And she's the nice young age of 93 years old. And for a 93 year old, that's absolutely fantastic. She, when I visit her, I talk about each of you. She brings up stories of, of each of you guys and, and, you know, her, her memory of the past is just so precise and so crisp. And it, it's fun to hear her talk about things like that i'll tell you some i'll tell you a quick story so sean and larry and mark and i we would get a ride usually either from rita or from from bev and bev uh, uh brent's mom well we used to call it brent's mom and, and mark's mom but uh uh we'd always show up and uh at the house and it was always breakfast time and brent was never in the, the kitchen um so it would be four of us sitting around the table uh larry with his little tiny backpack he had a smaller backpack than i had it by the way sean he jerked he was smaller yeah, than everybody. he was smaller than everybody <laughs> anyway and then she would have the book of mormon open that was the lds uh scriptures and uh she'd be though running around like like a mad woman just making breakfast and making sure we all got something to eat and then screaming at, well, not screaming, but gently prodding Brent to hurry up because we didn't even know where he was at the time. And then Mark would slink back to Brent's bedroom for some reason each time. And then finally she'd gather us all and we'd all get in the car and we'd go. 
So, but I remember that. I mean, it was kind of like a ritual, you know, and it just made you feel good. She always made everybody feel good. She was just so kind and loving and just, and she knew each of us and she had something nice to say. So as the new guy, I, I must, I must say, you know, Rita and your mom, Brent, made me feel real welcome in that neighborhood, despite the fact you guys did not. So it was nice to have, <laughs> <laughs> nice to know at least your moms were nice. <laughs> well, I mean, the fact of the matter is that we just didn't like you. Well, that's, <laughs> feelings mutual still. No, I'm just so, kidding. <laughs> a funny story from her. So as much as I cuss, yeah. I can never, ever cuss in front of my mom. Like, I have tried, and I can't get it out and angry and trying. But I just cannot cuss in front of my mom. And I've never heard my mom swear before. Really? And so, one, we were on a vacation. In the summertime, we traveled a lot. My dad would have, like, a month off on vacation. And, and we literally, in my childhood, we visited every state from Alaska to Hawaii to Maine to Florida all over the place and we were driving and during those days as when you were out and stuff the cb radio was the cool thing you know um long before cell phones or any of that stuff you had this cb radio that you could talk to other people and hear other people and and all kinds of stuff and so as a kid i would do a little you know breaker one nine and you know you get a trucker and you talk to him and something like that well anyway I guess some other lady was, I don't know. I, I didn't realize she was talking about me, but I guess she wasn't happy with me being on that CB radio and talking and said something. But I remember my mom grabbed it. It's the first time I've ever seen her angry like this because she's not an angry person. And she was like, look, bitch, my boy will talk however he wants and you will like it, bitch. And it stopped, and I was like, oh. "Like, honestly, the only time I've ever heard my most." Oh, no. oh wow! Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if I can believe this story now. Wow, oh, that's God. crazy. Bring it up around my mom, and she'll tell you. She'll just start laughing about it because that's awesome. Way to go, Bev. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm a bear. All right, Brent. Well, give me uh, what was your favorite? Well, I mean, the favorite meal your mom would would cook either chocolate cake hands down all right my mom fresh out of the oven putting the frosting on homemade cake homemade frosting a whitley tradition yeah and that frosting would just be melting down the cake oh my god it was so good you know what i think i think i can remember that for some reason i had yeah. yeah. she gave it it was always on my birthday it was always chocolate it still is today she gave... only chocolate cake all it is she i think she gave it to us for breakfast a few times so yeah that was freaking awesome yeah you, you know i remember calling your house and every time your mom would answer the phone it would be something something like it's a beautiful day at the Whitley home. Yes. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. remember that. And it was, you know, and with, with so many, I'm going to say women, women have a hard time in the Mormon church. Yeah. Raising a family and then doing church activities. And it, and then it brings a lot of wear and tear on, on women. It, it really does. But my mom was never depressed my mom never suffered from depression 
and I I'm a I act a lot like her in a lot of ways because I'm I'm the same way. I don't suffer from depression. If if I'm upset about something, I can change my thought, and I'm I'm the same way. And she's the same way. You know, I I talk very charismatic and energetic, and when you talk to her, she talks exactly the same way. She's very energetic. She loved teaching gospel doctrine all the time because she enjoyed sharing and and bringing her emotions and and everything out there. And so um, she'd get emotional about things but she wouldn't be depressed about things and there's a difference between those two and so yeah that's yeah your dad you know, like, your dad like was, you said she would answer the phone like that all the time your dad was more of the uh quiet contemplative type from what i can remember he didn't say my dad and i could be in a room for an hour and say five words to each other and we would know a great conversation you know though he, that's it that's how it was. i'm sorry I, I think your mom though had a strong effect on your dad because I mean, he was he was always nice and very pleasant. I don't know if what he was like as a younger man when he was driving, you know, when he was a lot younger. But uh, she, uh, if he was a granite boulder, she 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 uh, wore him down to where he was pretty nice to be around, um, even if he didn't say much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. You should, I always uh, liked your parents. They're nice. You should have gone golfing with them. Ah, a little different there, huh? Boy, you want to hear some swear? Bill <laughs> and Bob would rip it up. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that that reminds me. I, I um, the story about hearing your parents swear for the first time. Um, my mom, my mom would say shit and damn a lot. I mean that. So that was not. Uh, that was a very common word. She tried to work on her vocabulary, but I think. Her mom and dad probably said a lot worse. Um, my my coming from Chicago. Come on. Well, my grandfather was a Catholic. Five pack a day. Well, five pack a day smoking, to one bo- half a bottle of whiskey a day guy. And then uh, her mom was, yeah, she was she was kind of a kind of redneck. But uh, <laughs> sorry to say that, Grandma. But uh, nice lady though. She really liked the gospel, but uh, she she had her issues. Uh, but, uh, yeah, my mom would do that, but I never heard her use the F word. Um, you know, never took the Lord's name in vain. Uh, at least that I know mom, if you have, okay, you don't have to tell me, but, uh, <laughs> my kids can't say the same about their dad. <laughs> I remember, well, actually my dad, you know, he'd say shit and damn too a lot, but the one I'm in trucking yeah, so there you go. or, or asshole, but. <laughs> The one word that I had never heard the F word on, I did hear one time with his friends when I was, uh, so he owned that ticket company, if you guys remember. Well, we were, yeah, yeah. I was sitting in the back seat, and he and his buddy George were in the front seat. And George had a colorful language uh, and dropped it all the time. But that was, they were really upset about something. I think it was politics as usual. And the first time I ever heard my dad use the F word, and the last time, I don't think I've heard him say it since. But uh, uh, yeah, it is kind of it's kind of one of those your eyes open up and you're like, did my dad just say that? Even though I probably used it a million times at school already. Wow. <laughs> Go golfing with Bob and Dale, and you'll hear it quite a bit. <laughs> Dale? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. oh, Dale would use it. Okay. Sorry to sell them out, buddy. <laughs> wow. That's good gossip for the old neighborhood. All right. <laughs> hey, I, I do want to say, too, special shout out to um, Rita Atkinson. Yep. I was just going to say. Moore, yep. Kathy Batchelor. Um, 
you know, Mrs. Ralph, uh, Judy Morrell, Doreen Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. Doreen Ralph, you know, mothers that like took us crazy kids in who grew up together and really were, they were inspirational to, you know, to all of us. They were, they were second mothers for us all. Your mom, you know, your, both of your mothers, they, they all, uh, they were like, um, they oh. were like mother hens, and they, you know, they would yeah. take their fed, wings out and take care scolded. of us. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be you know who, they, they, and, and I, I, it's, you, it's fantastic. You missed really one was. that uh, Mar is it Maureen Rolly? What what was her last name? Um, uh, or first name? Um, Clark and uh, I, I, I don't know. I anyway, can't remember. she she. She was a wonderful lady. She she was always so nice to me. And then uh, she was just down the street from you. Yeah, yeah. Yvonne Cooper. Yvonne Cooper. Yvonne Cooper. She was always very kind. And then uh, uh, let's see. I I, I, don't, I I just don't want to miss someone that was instrumental. And in, yeah, I mean, there's so and like like Sean said, you know, because we and there was a large group of us you know right boys girls everything you know and, and not just like our age but you had you know all the way three years older than us who were like big brothers and sisters watching over us and really somewhat you know younger you know i remember like kyle was like a little brother to us and and stuff like that but we, we were just like a a good large family that you know if if there ever was an emergency oh my goodness there was no shortage of help you know, you, you had a thousand meals at your door. You had places that you would always be able to go to. You had places you could stay the night. I remember um, when my my sister had a severe accident and, and lost her child. And But I remember staying several nights at the Atkinson's, you know, just two houses down from us. Um, scared, uncertain, you know, and I just remember, you know, Rita was like mom, you know, just... Get to bed now and quiet, you know. <laughs> but, you know, just just an absolute. I, I could not honestly think of of a better place and a better group of people to grow up with. Yeah, there was uh, one lady that I really heard a, a great story about. It was uh, Sister Heaton. Do oh, uh, I think hmm. Dolly Heaton. She was um, so nice. Did you know the backstory of how that happened? So she. She 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 was kind of in a blended situation where uh, I guess the first mom, well, in the Heaton home, the, the, the first mother died. And uh, I, I think that's what happened. Glenn probably could correct me. But uh, Dolly kind of joined the family. She got, you know, married to Miss Brother Heaton. And uh, anyway, um, she basically with the children she basically kept their mom's picture up on you know because a lot of times the new wife will come in and just remove anything that reminds anyone of the previous wife i mean i had it happen in our family with uh, my step-grandmother and it really causes resentment <laughs> with the children that are from the first first wife obviously and so um anyway and then as she aged and, I mean, she became kind of the matriarch of our neighborhood, um, she came to our wedding. She was just the, the greatest, nicest person that you've ever, you'd well, ever She was like the Queen Elizabeth of our neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. seriously. That's true. I mean. Yeah. Like any snowstorm, we were always up there shoveling. We always took care of our yard. 
we always made sure that she was taken care of all the time, especially after her husband had passed away. And she was the sweetest person. Her and also, not to cut into your story, Carl, I apologize. But, yeah. Um, Shirley Bigler also. Yeah. Yeah. Shirley Bigler. Yeah, Shirley was awesome talk about, too. Yeah. Talk about a kind little, just, she's about yes. 85 pounds and five foot nothing and just the nicest, sweetest the woman. Nicest and, you know, lady she would always, she would give you a shake out of their, uh, you know, not charge you for it out of their golf course. Yeah, always. Just, she'd walk by and she'd always give you a drink and stuff all, all the, time. the time. The best green punch, by the way. Oh, yeah. Can you think of a better green punch that you've ever had? I could still remember that. It was the best. And then there was uh <laughs> then there was Deborah Wilding and then uh yep. Lucy Pugh. I remember when Lucy died, I was on my mission and I it was just shocking when I found that out. Um that she Yeah. And then uh Bob Pugh, he's a nice guy too. And then uh uh Lori Nadell after Dave <laughs> uh moved on. Um Boston. Yeah. I mean, we have Clawson. We have Beverly, Beverly, right? Clawson. group of women. Yeah. Well, there was Beverly there Clawson. was a large group of uh, ladies in oh. our neighborhood that, uh, that they were not our mothers, but they had influence on us. And did Beverly have Bruce. like 11 kids? I mean, she. Something like that. Yeah. She and my mom were they, pretty they good had friends. had a lot. Yeah. Well, guys, we come from a rich background. Oh, one thing I wanted to mention before we end this cast. Um, Special prayers, uh, if you believe in prayer, I do. Um, if you don't, that's okay, too. Your thoughts are important as well. I just had lunch with uh, someone we just had an a interview with, uh, Glenn Ralph, and uh, he's going through another struggle. He's, he's mentioned it on Facebook, so I don't mind talking about it. We had lunch and uh, still has that go do it, I, I, can, I can beat this attitude. This is pretty serious, though. This is the third time, and uh, it's kind of moved throughout the rest of his body. So he's going to be in for the battle of his life, and he needs all the prayers. And, uh, you know, if you have a chance, just, you know, you don't have to be maudlin, and and he doesn't want tears. Just, you know, be positive. Let him know that you're rooting for him, and that uh, if you have a chance, um, you know, and this can apply to anyone in our lives, you know, that person that you might not have talked to for a while, you might not get another chance. Go say hi. Go take them to lunch. Um, talk, you know, talk about a few of those old stories. Talk but, about your uh, moms. You talk about your moms. But uh, speaking of Doreen, uh, I love that woman. Um, Absolutely. She, she, she uh, Glenn, I'm going to shout her out. She, she always, uh, so Glenn and I were really pretty close when we were growing up. And so I, I was at their house almost every day. And so um, Sean knows. I mean, she makes some – she'd always want me to eat her bread. And oh, yeah. so I, I'd have bread and to- toast and jam. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Glenn's brother worked at Pepsi, so we had to have Mountain Dews. And so that's probably where I got my ridiculous <laughs> obsession with soda. But uh, I forgot about Mark working at Pepsi. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, just some amazing – I mean, I don't I – don't, I guess we don't – we take for granted the women in our lives. And that's why I put a special post out on our uh, Facebook page. Um, you women um, deserve all the credit you get on Mother's Day and every day. And so thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, we appreciate each one of you. We love you all. Yeah, very well put, guys. Very well put. 